You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio wherever you can get podcasts. Underdog Fantasy is the fastest growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. Derek This is the Yanks Go Yard Podcast with Adam Weinrib and Thomas Carinante. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Yanks Go Yard podcast. I am Thomas Carinante. You'll be hearing from Adam Weinrib very soon. Before we get into our very, very cool interview with one of the Yankees' top prospects, guys, this is an exciting one. We got to talk about the Bombers very quickly over the last few days. Monday, absolute stinker, loss to the Orioles. Everybody was hoping we'd carry that momentum after the sweep against the Marlins into that series opener against Baltimore. The Yankees did not. Andrew Heaney was knocked around. The offense was completely non-existent. Very discouraging stuff, but nothing we're not used to this year. Thankfully, they recovered on Tuesday with an absolute offensive barrage and impressive pitching performance from three rookies. Luis Heel makes his debut and goes six innings. Amazing. Steven Ridings comes up. You never heard of him? He was throwing 100 mile an hour gas. Brady Corner was another, uh, Brody Corner was another one who came in. Uh, Those three all made their MLB debuts. First uh, trio, I believe, of pitchers to make their MLB debuts in a single game and be the only pitchers used in that game in AL history. Pretty incredible. Yankees win 13 to 1 to even the series, heading into Wednesday. Rubber match against the O's. You simply have to win the game before welcoming the Mariners into the Bronx. Got to carry that momentum. Yankee, uh, I'm sorry, guys. The Yankees win. And guess who also loses? The Rays and the Sox. Yankees are six game back in the division lead. Only five, game back, five games back in the loss column to the Rays. Guys, things could be looking up might we say. Uh, We need to see more consistency from the Yankees regardless. 
Um, oh, wait, guys. Oh, hang on. I, I'm, I'm getting something from um, Pube, Pube Planet. Manscaped is here, everybody. Oh, my God. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston. Do we have a Pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet, Pube Planet, as I was saying. I can't even believe that's a thing, but it's, I guess this is where we're going. Uh, with the Performance Package 4.0, guys, if you're interested, great deal. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off as well as free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. Can't stress this enough, guys. The fourth generation trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. We need that. Thanks to their advanced skin safe technology, the lawnmower 4.0 also has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch you can engage um, for a travel lock, um, and it's even waterproof. You could do it in the shower. Just put down one of those things that catches all the hair. We really can't be dealing with any drain issues. Uh, the lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4,000K LED spotlight you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout your travels across the universe. Um, so yeah, you could shave really across the entire world. If you're Jeff Bezos, Hey, if you're interested, you're doing another 30 second trip to space, might as well get on the Manscaped bandwagon and shave your pubes while you're up there. So if you're interested, 20% off and free shipping with the code fansided20 at manscaped.com. Once again, that is 20% off and free shipping with the code fansided20 at manscaped.com for a clean Trinity and beyond your space balls. will thank you. And Yankee fans, please enjoy our interview with Yankees top prospect, Ken Waldachuk. Here on the Yanks Go Yard podcast with nasty Yankees lefty prospect, Ken Waldachuk, who we've been trying to talk to for a while. We love his game. We're so excited he's here. Ken, thanks so much for joining us, man. Yeah, no problem. Thomas Carinante, I'm going to toss it over to you first. Uh, we're both champing at the bit to ask you questions, but of course. Thomas, I'm, I'm going to give you the first one here. Awesome. Uh, Ken, man, thanks. Thanks for joining us once again. Um, we got to get we got to get the biggest question out of the way, at least at least in my opinion. Tell us, what was it like uh, the week leading up to last week's trade deadline? You had to have known your name was flying around rumors as the Yankees were looking to upgrade, given all that's happened to them this season so far. Yeah, um, definitely a little like nerve wracking, I guess. Uh, I mean, if you get traded, you know that someone else wants you, so it's not the yeah. worst thing, but just a lot of like excitement uh, heading up. Um, yeah, it was pretty crazy seeing like guys go. Uh, I know we had a couple guys that got traded from our team. So, anybody you knew personally? I uh, was pretty pretty close with uh, Jansen John, uh, and then we were on the bus one day, and uh, <laughs> oh, everyone's looking like, on Twitter and sees Junk and uh, Pigara to the Angels. And we were all looking like, <laughs> hey, you're. Uh, <laughs> You're not here anymore, so. <laughs> Damn, that's yeah, awesome. it crazy. Crazy week overall, though. How does that even go necessarily? Do they like stop the bus at the stadium and just sort of part <laughs> ways there, or like, what, how do you handle that? Oh, no, he, he's he's still like worked out and whatnot, uh, just to stay fresh, and then left. I think the next day. Cool. Um, good to know. Um, but you know, the Yankees clearly, you know, 
traded a lot of talent that they felt comfortable parting with, but they held on to you. You've gotten off to an incredible start this year. Um, what does it mean to you that the organization, you know, proves sort of with their actions that they value what you've done so far? Uh, it's awesome. I mean, it's always nice to be valued. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess you just got to keep going and I guess try to prove it. For sure, man. Uh, like Adam said, dude, roaring start to 2021. Uh, and I think the biggest, the biggest takeaway that I have from that is that this is coming after a year in which the minor league season was canceled due to the pandemic. Um, so we've seen so many guys struggle, whether it's at the minor league level or the MLB level, just struggle to even get back on track to, to a semblance of who they were. And you're exceeding expectations. So I want to know, what did you do to prepare once the minor league season was canceled? How were you able to stay on top of your game despite so many others struggling to do that? Um, it was definitely kind of hard, especially being uh, on the West Coast for most of it, um, with everything being a lockdown for a while. Uh, so for the most part, it would be like a day would consist of like stretching and at like my house and then driving to a park and trying to throw for like 15, 20 minutes before getting kicked out. Uh, and then going back home and like getting like a at home workout and whatnot. Nice. So uh, old, old school type stuff. Did you, yeah. uh, did you play catch or train with anybody that, that uh, any buddies that you're close with any fellow baseball players? Um, mostly just my brother. Um, he's a, baseball player up at uh William University in Salem, Oregon. Oh cool. Uh, but yeah, we both did this like little velo program from the Yankees. Uh and yeah, it's kind of just like a friendly competition and whatnot for all of quarantine. Yeah, I did the same thing. I did a velo program with my dad and uh, I, I beat him. <laughs> uh similar friendly competition, but it didn't come from the Yankees. It was just, you know, something that we innovated. Um a lot of people are very impressed with your crazy numbers this year. But a lot of people, I would guess, probably haven't seen you pitch. So we're going to leave it to you. How would you describe your arsenal and, like, your best big league comp? Like, what, how would you describe yourself and what you're bringing to the table? Um, so I think I have a good fastball. Um, I have a slurve, uh, which was my slider, um, which I think is my number two, especially against lefties. Uh, I have a changeup that really, I think it was a pitch I made the most strides with um, over quarantine, just throwing it a lot, uh, looking at like Rapsodo data um, and figuring out how to spin it. Uh, and then I have a new slider that I've been working on since spring training, uh, which is starting to come around. Um, but that's more of like a sweepy one that doesn't really have as much depth as a, a slider. Awesome. Do, are you getting more heavily into into the analytics uh, side of pitching now? Because with all the is all that stuff more readily available uh, within the organization? Yeah, they're uh, they're great with it. Um, I mean, you want like, every bullpen you throw. There's like the numerical data. There's cameras on you to see how you're releasing it. Like anything you want, you can pretty much you have access to. Damn. Uh, well, speaking of the big league team, dude, I know that you were just drafted in, uh, in 2019. And then, uh, I think you only, what'd you make only 10, 10 or 11 starts that year, uh, coming right out of college. Uh, and then we ran into the pandemic last year. Um, 
Have you interacted with any of the guys on the big league roster? Um, I, I know maybe that that might be a long shot, but if so, who's left the best impression so far? Uh, I haven't really talked to too many of them. Um, I mean, I've seen a decent amount of them around, uh, but I usually just try to let them you know, stick to their business or whatnot. Um, professionals yeah. yeah i mean we i don't we we don't do well around big league talent we 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 hope we're holding our own around around you right now you can you tell us if we're you know uh, getting too far in your business no, no. <laughs> we gotta reassess um but you've spent you know you've had a big year and you've spent it at uh two places that are near and dear to thomas and i our hearts you were in hudson valley you've been in somerset i'm from hudson valley thomas is from jersey um, I actually, spoiler alert, I went to, I think your second start at Hudson Valley. You were nasty. It was w- one of many nasty starts this year. Um, how were you treated at both stops? Um, and how did you spend your free time in Hudson Valley? Like I got to say, cause I, I don't really know. What do people on that team do to be honest? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was definitely treated well, both places. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, pretty awesome. Uh, and then Hudson Valley, I'm trying to think. Um, definitely went on a couple of hikes. Else. Yeah. Went on a lot of hikes, uh, in like free time. Uh, wanted to go to the Outlet Mall, but never did. Uh, <laughs> that's every high school. Then, yeah, you're, you're, that's every high yeah, schooler's dream. Then, we all wanted to go to the Outlet Mall. We never, we never got a chance. And then uh, spent a lot of time at a, the Poughkeepsie Grind. Uh, <laughs> like a bagel place, like probably 15 minutes away from the stadium. Nice. Are, awesome. you, are you eating a lot of Italian food uh, at, down in Somerset? I haven't too much. No, I've kind of just been sticking to a, a lot of uh, Chipotle. And, oh, uh, Chipotle. <laughs> Get up some Italian joints. You got Jer- Jersey's the epicenter for obviously New York's the epicenter for that, but Jersey's like one a, uh, you get a lot, a lot of good food, uh, especially over there. Um, now I, I got to go off off beat here because uh, I, I did a Twitter search um, for you before we popped on, and obviously I think I believe you're second, according uh, as of July 30th, uh, you had the second most strikeouts of any pitcher across all lever- levels of minor league baseball. And now you you talked about your slurb. So do you me- do you remember your start on July 30th? Do you have any recollection of that? On July 30th, um, yeah, my most recent one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you left the base is loaded and you struck out, you struck out the batter with two outs to end the inning. Do you remember, was that the slurb you're talking about? Yeah, that that was it? that's the slurb. Okay. So guys, I don't, I don't want to get too ahead, but that's certainly Clayton Kershaw ask. Uh, we could, we could put the we'll put that video on our Twitter account because this is the first time I'm seeing it. And uh, if that gets, if, if that's on the right trajectory, man, that's, that's going to be some nasty stuff. Well, it is nasty stuff, but once you're, getting, uh, progressing through the levels, it's really going to be something. Um, but anyway, uh, entering the season, you were a name that prospect heads knew, uh, kind of like every year you're going through the baseball Americas. Uh, you're, t- you're looking at Keith law. There's all these different rankings. People are, people are putting different positions all over the place. Uh, but you've gained a lot of fame this year. What's, what's it been like dealing with higher expectations? Um, knowing that you've climbed the prospect rankings, I think objectively you've cr- climbed the prospect rankings across all of the the major outlets, whether it was MLB, Baseball America, Athletic, Keith Law, whatever it may be. Yeah, I mean, I try to keep it. I try not focus on it, uh, especially when I'm at the field. Um, I mean, off the field, it's awesome. Um, but on the field, I kind of just 
kind of just go to work uh, and just try to compete and just win a game. And if I throw well, I throw well. If I kind of don't throw too well, hopefully I'm able to put my team in a position to win the game. Love to hear it. I mean, yeah, you you seem like a super measured and humble guy, um, which is awesome. There's a lot of different types in a, in a baseball locker room, though. So I know you've shared the locker room, I'm sure, with some teammates who maybe are a little louder, a little more out there. Who is someone who maybe we wouldn't expect who's like one of the wildest teammates in the Yankee system who you've had to deal with? Of anyone or like Somerset oh, yeah. and Hudson Valley? Anyone. Anybody who you've, who you've dealt with so far. Yeah, probably uh, probably Kyle McDonald, honestly. I mean, you yeah. saw him. He's just pretty pretty funny all the time, always upbeat. I mean, you even saw he went and pitched, I think, last week in the game. Uh, it's just it's just funny. He always just he's just a hoot to be around, I guess. That's funny because he's someone who like wasn't necessarily on our radar before this year either. But like you said, we've been watching and we see we see what he's been up to. A lot of shenanigans. <laughs> um, Ken, I, I I'd have to assume you've been watching a little bit of the 2021 Yankees. Uh, yeah, a little. Yeah. All right. So I want to ask you a question about them based on what you've seen. What do you think? What do you think the biggest issue with them is at the moment? Obviously, they're kind of not reaching expectations based on everything that's been heaped upon them heading into the offseason. Uh, what do you what do you think a, a couple of the main problems are at, at this point in time? Um, it's tough to say. Um, maybe I know they've had a lot of bad luck with the COVID injuries and whatnot, I think. Yeah. I think when your playing time is disrupted so so uh, consistently like it has, it's kind of tough to get into a groove. Uh, I think that might be like one of the bigger things. Yeah. Uh, what what baseball team did you grow grow up a fan of? Uh, probably the the Giants. Oh man! Uh, and cool. what what are your other teams outside of baseball? Your favorite professional sports teams? Uh, it's kind of like all uh, Northern California teams, so. Giants, 49ers, um, didn't watch too much basketball or hockey. So like, I guess I'm like an honorary Warriors and Sharks fan, but there you go. can't really say. Yeah. It's a good, I don't good, good fan. Fan. <laughs> yeah. The, the Knicks and Rangers will have you if you, if you're into it, we, uh, <laughs> we can get you, we can get you adopted by the local squads. All right. <laughs> so this is this is sort of the get to know you portion of the show we just want to make we want to give fans like the, the clearest picture of you that we can um if you were given the choice would you rather blow a fastball by a hitter or whiff him with a breaking ball both obviously great feelings and feelings that i will never experience but if you had the choice what would you pick probably blow someone away with a fastball that's a good answer that's a, That's a like good answer. Um, when speaking, speaking, we'll st- we'll stay on the pitching angle for a moment here. When you review your own starts, like at, whether it was a good or a bad outing, and you're, you're sitting there after the game or watching film um, and whatnot, what do you pay attention to most? What stats or metrics uh, pop out to you the most when you're evaluating yourself? Um, the biggest thing we look at usually is uh, it's a combination of like the heat maps and the. Uh, like where the pitches are. So if I throw like a pitch and all the heat map, that's like bright red, 
and he gets hit like 110 off the bat for a home run. They're like, well, you probably shouldn't throw that there. <laughs> um, but then you throw a pitch, say, in a, like a blue zone, and it gets hit. Then you're like, all right, like, what did I do wrong? Heading up to that, you look at like the whole of bat, what you threw him leading up to it. Uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the main thing. I'm um, just looking over the mistakes you made uh, and just, yeah, trying to build off it, trying to learn from it. You mentioned uh, the unfortunate times when you occasionally get hit 110 off the bat. Is there a guy who you faced during your minor league career who already is your nemesis? Is there a dude who just like every time you face him, you're like, get this dude out of the box. Like, I can't do this anymore, which like hopefully carries over to the big leagues because I, I love a good rivalry that starts in the minors. Um, trying to think in the minors, I don't think I'm not sure if I faced anyone enough yet um, to sort of have that. Um, I did give up. I did let Andrew Vaughn go two for three off me with a 118 line out in college. Uh, so that might be the, uh, <laughs> the one guy. Y'all, I mean, y'all see him again. Like hopefully that's the yeah. ALCS down the line. Um, have you just curious, have you faced the Red Sox minor league affiliates yet at any point? What was that like? Uh, we did. Yeah. We faced, uh, the Portland sea dogs, uh, my second start, uh, is, pretty cool um the night i pitched actually was kind of a longer game so it kind of got more spread out but uh definitely later in the series it definitely got a little more uh, a little more heated nice that's what we like to hear that's Get exactly what we like heated to hear. at all levels that's what we need um and what about college dude you went to saint mary's college uh in california were there any kind of piggybacking off what adam said any rivalries you had there for any guys who either got drafted um or are in the minors right now what team? Because um, you play is is yeah. is the same. Is it the same? Uh, it's the same conference for baseball. Like, are you playing against Gonzaga? Yeah. Oh, so was there was there yeah. anybody there? And I think the the only Gonzaga guy I've really uh, talked to is Daniel Bees um, in our own uh, organization. So uh, I still like give him give him stuff for that. Uh, just because I think St. Mary's won four straight series. Uh, against them when he was there, I think oh, they man. finally won. They finally won one this year. Um, yeah, so that one doesn't. Like, I like, yeah. yeah, I like to hang that one over his head a little bit. <laughs> you should that one. That one this year doesn't count. None of you guys were there, so you know it never <laughs> <Yeah>. happened. <laughs> um. So uh, you know, you, you mentioned uh, you know being alone throughout a lot of 2020 doing things differently, working out with your brother. Obviously, it's it's been a pretty big boost to everybody to have fans back in the stands this year. Um, have you felt that energy even at the lower levels and, and sort of, you know, how, how have you responded to fans being able to watch you have this breakout season? It's been great. Um, especially, uh, we, I, I didn't really play too much, or uh, I guess we didn't really have any fans in 2020. Uh, and I didn't really throw in any games, so Back then, it was like live ABs, uh, just just throwing to guys. Uh, so it's definitely a lot different of an atmosphere. Um, but it's been way way more fun though, definitely. One quick one off the off the twenty twenty because I know uh, again this is it's complicated for everybody. It's more so complicated for guys who are in the level of lower levels of, of the system, like you, still trying to develop. What did you exactly? 
do to kind of help with um, keeping your arm strength built out? Because missing a whole year, I, I used to pitch in high school, but I don't know anything. I don't know anything. <laughs> big man. Be, yeah, big man. I don't know anything beyond that. Um, but like, how did you keep up with, how did you keep up with your arm strength without being able to pitch in regular games? I know you said you went to the park and they'd kick you out early, but there, was there anything else that you were able to do to, to stay on top of everything? Um, I think mo- most of it came from that velocity program. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of like throwing, which we were obviously like built up for, uh, having been at spring training for about a month and a half before, mm-hmm. uh, That's quarantine. Good. So I just have pretty much two outings in a week. The first one would be like a 20 pitch with weighted ball, 20 pitches off the mound with like weighted balls. Uh, then the second one, I'd do the same thing, but then I'd throw a bullpen after, and that would be like my quote unquote, like extended uh, outing, like my start day. Um, so that's kind of just what I did just once a week, just kind of throw 60 plus pitches off the mound. Awesome. Um, and you know, we don't want to go, we don't want to reveal any information that you can't tell, but you know, based on having an empty last year and, and sort of coming back this year and working your way back, do you know anything about like an innings limit or, or how far you might go to end this season? Uh, no, not too sure. Cool. No, they're going to, they're going to let him fly. Ken's been dominating. So we're going to, yeah, Ken's going to rip it in the playoffs. Uh, uh, now we, now we know. <laughs> um, all right. W- one more for you, Ken. Uh, let, let's get, let's get one last good one in here. Uh, what's one surprising fact Yankee fans should know about you? Anything, something, something, something juicy though. One good one. That's tough. Uh, <laughs> I guess the probably best one I have is that um, just anything like a fun fact. Yeah. Do you hate like do you hate the East Coast now that you're here? What? It, come on, something <laughs> something something good. Do you hate Italian food? <laughs> oh, good, uh, is, I guess my favorite hobby surfing. Uh, oh, I was awesome. going to ask that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Being from California, uh, how are you? Are you good? Uh, compared to the other people out there, probably, probably not too good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, compared to the other lefty starters in the Yankee system, yeah. you're probably one of them. <laughs> I went for the first time a couple weeks ago and was just swallowing uh, seawater because I was getting destroyed by waves. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever evolved beyond boogie boarding, and I think I said no to that too. I was like, yeah. I'm out on that. Um, but we're East Coasters, so you know. Um, Ken, thanks so much for joining us, man. This is awesome. Uh, if you have a, a goodbye message to Yankee fans, share it now. But we're we're so happy you joined us. This is great. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Underdog Fantasy is the fastest growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger, for the ones who get it done.